0: Hello, coming to you live. Well, live when I'm recording. It's election day. Um, wearing my Love Wins shirt. My buddy Sean started a company called As Man. Hopefully I'm saying that right. Uh, it's a saying in Barbados. Look it up if you're interested. I'll put the link down below. Support local and small businesses. Let's talk about today getting healthier, Got some nutrition components, supplements we're going to talk about. Uh, Election Day, by the way, yeah, if you do see this, uh, and it's still Election Day, make sure you go vote. Uh, Make your voice heard, crazy uh, thing I posted earlier today, 46% of eligible voters did not vote in 2016, kind of, uh, I don't don't know what to make of any of this stuff. Uh, I don't know about you, but I'm, I'm emotionally exhausted. So <laughs> um, moving on from that, uh, if you can, and if you're ready for talking about this stuff and you want to help somebody get healthier and you like what we talk about a little bit later, subscribe, share, comment, all the usual stuff that helps the channel grow, leave feedback um, so we can keep giving you valuable content that hopefully again, moves the needle forward, gets you 1% better today so let's talk about before we get to supplements real food Uh, i've done a few videos on this and i'll continue to push that message forward so the more real food we can eat the better what does that entail the real simple version i steal this from kind of crossfit uh, in uh fitness in 100 words uh the, the the little snippet there is meat fish vegetables nuts seeds oils a little bit of starch and a little bit of fruit okay so Uh, you're not going to go fat, you're not going to get fat eating too much fruit, but then we get into dried fruit and and processed versions of fruit, fruit juice, um, and things get a little complicated. So we try to keep it as simple as possible. So just eat real food. The more processed it is, the worse it is. Another highly uh, recommended book that I'm going to throw out there is Food Rules by Michael Pollan. And again, it comes down to uh, really simple pictures really simple rules that would your grandmother recognize this as food <laughs> so when it comes to that foundation um, a lot of the focus around the food for me a couple big picture concepts is what is the risk of that food what is the reward of that food so had this conversation with a good friend the other day uh, we talked about white rice versus brown rice all right so The research I've done, the things I've listened to, all that has led me to choose white rice over brown rice. Um, And I don't want to dive too far down that rabbit hole, but basically the brown rice, based on everything I've read, uh, the the benefits do not outweigh the kind of starch you're getting from the white rice. Uh, The brown is the outer part of that white rice and it's creating some uh, potential harm, uh, especially eaten in excess. So when you go to Chipotle and you get a brown rice bowl instead of a white rice bowl um, or in your burrito, um, you know, that brown is theoretically, again, to me, possibly worse. So I choose white over brown in that regard. All right. So real food, the number one other thing I want to say, or number 17 at this point about uh, choosing foods is avoiding vegetable oils especially processed vegetable oils such as canola oil are possibly one of the biggest changes we can make for improving our health so start to learn to read the labels on the on any processed food you have Um, when you go to a restaurant again 20 we're in 2020 as I'm recording this so uh, maybe you're ordering out uh, and it's worth it to really ask, hey, like what oil do you cook with? Um, and so again, without going too far down that rabbit hole, I'm gonna start uh, moving over to this. So avoid vegetable oils. And yeah, it's it's it, the other part, last bit I'll say on that is it, a lot of this stuff is on a spectrum and this is a journey. And what I do, uh, what I charge for is taking you through that journey so we can have those questions so you can ask me Yeah, let me understand why this white versus brown rice thing. And either I'm going to send you to a video or we're going to have a conversation. But it's a process. And the more we can understand how your health is affected, the more we can get your blood work done um, and and start to personalize your food choices so that 10 years from now, you still understand, um, you know, what to order in a restaurant or or what to get for groceries or uh, where to shop. And, and, you know, why should I be going to a regenerative farm and going out of my way to get meat that is, uh, you know, done at a regenerative farm? So, all right, I'm going <laughs> to jump back over to the main theme of today's episode is the supplements. So hopefully all that made sense. If you're ready to come on this journey with me, shoot me a message and we'll come back to these guys. So supplements all right again it is meant to be think of the word it is a supplement to your real food so this should not be your primary source of protein vitamins minerals you should do everything you can to get all of your vitamins minerals proteins uh, aminos everything that you need for life for sustenance from real food so we're gonna supplement when certain things are more difficult to Uh, get from, again, our our daily kind of life. So, A, I'm here in Southern California. I think you can see a little bit of the sunshine popping out there. Um, Vitamin D3 is one of the most important things. Continuous to have more and more research coming out showing even now we're seeing it very highly correlated to COVID, deaths, ICUs, hospitalizations. Uh, Vitamin D levels are super important to have checked Uh, blood work done understand your own and do everything you can to improve those levels Uh, it is very difficult to overdose if you're taking it as a supplement Um, so the real simple again real food version of it is if you have access to sunshine get outside first thing in the morning that sets your circadian rhythm it gets your sleep patterns if you do it in the morning it's gonna set you up for the rest of the day and hopefully into the night um, 15 minutes generally is the recommendation. Get as much of it on as much of your body as possible. Um, if you do not have access to sunshine, uh, that is a problem. <laughs> uh, or, but you know, again, there's ways that we can address that by taking a supplement. I do not currently take a supplement because I make sure I get outside and every morning get at least 15 minutes of sunshine on my skin. One really uh, big uh, variable there is if, You have fair skin, okay? Fair skin. Um, Pay attention to how red your skin gets. If you are out in the sun for 15 minutes, because that's what some guy on YouTube told you, um, and your skin gets really red, that might mean you overdid it. You might only be able to tolerate five minutes of direct exposure sunlight. It also depends on how strong the sun is. So here in California, it's good amount of strength, but I never feel like, uh, again, my skin gets too red. Uh, different people are gonna have those effects if you're very north if you're up in Canada or something like that uh, you might need to stay out in that sunshine a little bit longer if you even have access to that sunshine so you can get a lamp Uh, they have good lamps 20,000 LUX is something I I had uh, back when I was in New York City in my treatment room for physical therapy because I was in a basement and I just didn't want to be avoiding sunshine or some version of it at all day so D3, super important, if you're taking the pill for it, there are definitely better brands to take. And one thing is to absorb it better, you should add or get something that has K2 as well in that little pill. Um, The general recommendation I've seen, and again, this stuff is always gonna change, and this is just what I've seen, is 5,000 IUs, international units, per day. Um, Addition to, again, to help absorb better, uh, some of the brands will put in in coconut oil, so it's going to absorb better. It is fat soluble, so the body will absorb it better that way. And K2 should have 100 or 200 micrograms. Again, the research is going to vary a little bit on what is most effective for you. But look for something with D3 plus K2 5000 IUs plus 100 to 200 micrograms. Okay, so that's D3. We're going to move on to collagen. Collagen is something I really uh, believe in uh, for including in my daily uh, supplement regimen. It's one of the few uh, supplements I do take every single day. I put it in my coffee usually, uh, hot coffee, in the morning, just a spoonful. Uh, Again, when you take it and when I take it, I notice my fingernails grow a little faster, my hair grows a little bit faster. The quality of my skin seems to improve when I'm consistently taking this stuff. There's many different ways to get collagen. If you do bone broth, that's another bit here. Uh, bone broth, boom. Um, Again, ideally with both of these, what you can do is you can get it from actual bones of well-raised, high-quality animals. Um, Go to your butcher, uh, local butcher, if you have access to that. Again, if you have the funds for all this, if you have the time to create kind of your own collagen and your own bone broth, then uh, go for it. One other thing that my lovely wife does for me is she puts this collagen Into my jello and she makes jello for me. So I do love that as a little snack uh, right before a workout Um, and That's something I picked up a long time ago Great Lakes is this brand. Uh, There's a red or orange bottle. Uh, The red or orange actually absorbs better with uh, Like jello and it it has a better texture. You can play around. They have different uh, versions So Vital Farms is another one. Uh, That's one they've had at Costco and things like that. So If you're looking for a good brand, those are two Great Lakes, Vital Farms, and this bone broth, this is a beef bone broth. Uh, I have a chicken bone broth in the uh, cupboards as well, just as a little easy on the go kind of gig. Um, Again, looking for the best quality we can with all that. All right, Uh, moving on, hydration. I like Noon uh, as an alternative to Gatorade, Powerade, any of that stuff. They tend to have too much other junk, sugar, things that are not great newness very clean they have ones with caffeine um, but the electrolytes are the key there and again as we I'm gonna is a little bit past the um, breadth of this video per se but what's important when people get cramps when you're exercising um, is there's the way muscles fire is they work off the main four electrolytes um, of magnesium potassium sodium and calcium okay so this gives you a nice blend of that you just drop it in your water Uh, it's just a little kind of powdery pill here boom you take that little capsule drop it in your water and you have a sports drink if you will Um, if you plan to work out more than an hour if you're sweating a good amount it's pretty good to to include that in if you're doing less than that if you're doing five minutes 20 minutes just because you're trying to get something in you probably don't need to have that okay again if you're getting cramps though something else is going on with the body Um, And again might be deficient in one of those four main electrolytes Um, or the other thing that happens with cramps again might need another video is uh, neurological confusion so the muscles are just like not sure what's going on and and so if you're doing too much of a certain type of activity if you're doing a lot of peloton maybe your quads get cramps I actually used to get those kind of cramps when I would do triathlon and I would switch from the bike because I had a pretty strong bike and pretty strong legs Um, And then I would go to the run and my quads would cramp up because they were pretty fatigued and probably deficient in some of these uh, electrolytes, minerals, things like that. So I, as soon as I, uh, you know, after the first time that happened to me in a race, I started, you know, having a little pill I could pop uh, that would, or, or digest or dissolve quickly. And that got rid of a lot of that cramping in my quads in future races. All right, this is another thing I take every day, fish oil. This is the Nature's Bounty brand. Um, I am not uh, sponsored by any of these brands. If any of these brands want to sponsor me, or there's another brand that wants to sponsor me, I am totally open. So uh, Nature's Bounty is just the one that's kind of cheapest, easiest uh, in terms of still having high quality. This is at Costco, a pretty good price point. They actually have sales on these pretty often. Um, I'm lucky enough. I don't have to kind of like worry too much about that. But again, uh, we have plenty of Costcos around here, and things like that. This has 130 of these guys and I try to take five a day. I don't always take five a day, uh, but that's the goal. And what I do is I put it into this little, uh, this little guy every morning. Um, I keep these in my freezer also. It helps uh, keep them fresher. And uh, again, it actually dissolves better. If you've ever taken fish oil and gotten fish burps, uh, that might be because it's it's not, uh, it's dissolving too soon. So freezing it helps a little bit with that, but that's my general thing there. So yeah, I keep the five in here. I've already taken two today. Uh, It's about one o'clock, so I I have three more to take. Again, I don't have any specific rule about taking all in at the same time or anything like that, so that's why sometimes I don't take all five. If I'm eating fish, sardines, uh, is something I try to include in my diet, back to the real food concept, then I don't take as much of these. Um, If we have sushi or something like that or a poke bowl, um, I probably don't need as much supplementation. But again, this is kind of a safeguard insurance policy for my health, Um, so that's why I have these there. Um, The other thing I'll say, when you're looking at labels, um, and I'll try to put the picture up of this because I don't think it's gonna show too clearly, but when you're looking at labels over here, um, it has EPA and DHA. The EPA of this per pill, per one soft gel is 647 milligrams. The DHA is 253, so you're getting 980-ish omega-3s. I've had, I just had a client who showed me what he was taking and he was taking one that had three, six, nine, omega-three, six, nine. The six and the nine are actually kind of pro-inflammatory. So they are essential. You get them from most food, but you don't need to take them. I do not want to take and put more omega-six or nine into my body. I try to focus on the omega-three. And again, this is for me. Like I said, I take about five of these pills because that's five uh, grams of EPA, DHA, which in theory is a natural anti-inflammatory that you can get from fish. So eat more fish, uh, make sure the sourcing is great, as wild caught as it can be, You know, do your research and you vote with your dollars. So do your research on where that uh, fish is coming from or any food source. Hopefully that makes sense on the fish oil. Uh, Real quick for sleep, okay, we have two that go together is natural calm, but any uh, different versions of magnesium, there's tons of versions of magnesium. And when it comes to the magnesium bit, and to do your own research i'm not necessarily going to be able to tell you that uh you know what exactly you need you can get your magnesium levels tested but i don't know if it's worth the time or money or energy to get it tested most people are deficient in magnesium in my experience and the best way to even tell that is take a dose of this uh and uh, you know right before bedtime or as directed on here um, again, Natural Calm is found nationwide in most stores. I like the powder version. You can put it with some hot water and it dissolves a little better. If you're really deficient in magnesium, you will have crazy dreams. And that's a good way to tell how deficient you were and the fact that this is kind of bringing you um, back to at least kind of baseline or, or you know uh, somewhere along that line. So there's many ways we can test this. This is, again, all uh, just general advice and based on my experiences and things like that. So magnesium and zinc. All right. Zinc. And as far as zinc, this is easy melts. Um, I just like it's it's almost like a little, you know, sweet thing that, that uh, you can take as a little dessert. Uh, again, we try not to eat too much uh, as many sweet cravings as we have. We try to not eat too many sweets. Um, and there's different ways we could talk about that. But yeah, this is a nice like kind of flavor. Uh, And and the zinc stuff too, we don't necessarily take every day. Magnesium, we don't necessarily take every day. But uh, we try to include it in zinc specifically if you do start getting a little tickle in your throat. Flu season is coming up again with COVID. There's all sorts of crazy information flowing around, flying around. So boosting your immunity. Um, Zinc is one of those that certainly, again, is hard to get from a lot of foods. Um, And with that said, I will say this real quick. Again, most people I speak with or consult about some of their health Overall health. Take a multivitamin because it's something that gets recommended very frequently, whether it's through the internet, through their doctor. Multivitamins, for the most part, in my again humble opinion, um, do, do provide too much of things that we don't need, and too little of the things that we actually do need. So when we talked about vitamin D three, again, the recommended dose tends to be four thousand to five thousand IU's a day. Most multivitamins might have one hundred IU's. And it's, if you see the discrepancy there, it's just it's crazy. So and again, that little pill form of, of a multivitamin. And when you look at everything it's supposed to be providing, you're most likely not absorbing a lot of that stuff. So I'm not a huge fan of multivitamins. I'd rather you know what it is you need to take and why you're taking it. And, you know, focus in on those things and then, uh, you know, work with a functional medicine doctor, someone like myself, somebody who can help guide you into you know, what things are you uh, deficient in? Uh, and, and again, have a team approach if, you know, I don't expect you to go out and do and listen to tons of hours of podcasts, read tons of books, all that stuff that is going to help, um, you know, make you a PhD at nutrition. And again, you can talk to 10 PhDs in nutrition, and they might have disagreed with almost everything I just said for various reasons, because everyone's got <laughs> different opinions. This is again, what my experience is what i'm literally doing this is in my home these are the supplements i take so that's all i'm sharing moving on a scent protein so uh it's just good because again uh, sometimes it's tough to get as much protein as we need in our daily diet again do the best you can with quality things like that but a lot of times when i finish a workout i'm not super hungry and it's just a nice supplement again to get an extra 25 grams of protein into my diet Uh, Ascent is one of my favorite brands of all the research I've done. Uh, They use pretty high quality stuff, very little other stuff. So uh, again, when you look at a lot of brands, uh, good stuff, bad stuff, figure it out. Um, But yeah, uh, again, I did work with Ascent at some point in terms of uh, them sending protein to uh, the gym I was working with. And again, I like their brand. I stick by their brand. I still take their brand. So consider them. Um, they had a really good deal, uh, last Amazon day. That was a year ago. Um, so I, w- I wouldn't be surprised if they had a black Friday kind of gig coming up, um, or cyber Monday, any of that. But at the end of the day, again, just it's, it's worth it to invest in high quality stuff. If you have struggle with meal prep, and again, these are all conversations we need to have, uh, on an individual basis or figure it out for yourself. But, but it's, you know, can I get the food I need? And if I have struggled with struggle getting as much protein as I need throughout the day. Again, the general recommendation there that uh, I've come down to is 0.7 grams of protein per pound of body weight. So if someone weighs 200 pounds, they should be getting 140 grams of protein a day. Again, this only has 25 grams and that's a pretty good amount. An egg has six grams. So if you have a five egg omelet, that's only 30 grams of protein. So uh, to get to 140 throughout the day, most people are not getting that. And again, it has to line up with your goals. It has to. You have to have healthy kidney functions to be able to absorb all that. Uh, timing is, is important. All that stuff. Quality is important. So, again, generic kind of talk around all this stuff. I'm gonna touch on this one real quick. Vitamin C, um, and this is by the way 907 servings, <laughs> and we got this on Amazon, I think. Right as, um, again, the lockdown was happening in here in America and uh, COVID. Uh, and vitamin C was one of those things that was was you know possibly able to fight a little bit of the the whole situation. It does theoretically boost your immune system. If you can, any citrus will give you more than enough servings. Uh, a, a clementine, an orange. We actually got some pomelo. If you have access to that, I love me a good pomelo. Um, and so vitamin C, very cheap. Also, this for 907 servings was I, not even 10 bucks. I think something pretty cheap. Um and again that, that was during uh when COVID was going crazy and everyone was buying up emergency and, and toilet paper, um, which was you know gonna help your immunity somehow. <laughs> so last but certainly not least, I'm gonna touch on creatine. Uh and that's Thorn Brand Creatine. Thorn is a great brand that I really like. Um five grams is the recommended serving of creatine. Let me do that. Boom, um, five grams a ser- uh, per day, five grams of creatine. Creatine monohydrate is the recommended form. And again, I just look for the most simple, basic, clean uh, version of that. Uh, you can look for NSF is on there, um, which is uh, basically it's safe for uh, anyone who's participating in sport who might get drug tested to uh, see if there's performance enhancing or other nonsense in there. So if it's NSF, it's pretty clean, all right? Creatine uh, is probably the most well-researched supplement in the world, Uh, in the history of research. There's so many articles, so many research studies showing that this is beneficial to humans um, to supplement. Again, if you're eating enough meat and things like that and high quality meat um, and organ meats and things of that nature, you are probably good and you might not need that. But if you're working out, if you wanna get a little more out of your body, um, and again, it's tough to eat as much high quality food as we probably need. So that's why, again, I like to have that on hand. I don't take it every single day, but I do try to take it as often as I can. There are a few debates, and again, I heard this on on a podcast recently, somebody brought up a study where you might only be able to absorb 2.5 grams at a time. So it might be beneficial to take half of a scoop in the morning, half of a scoop at night, that kind of thing. Uh, For some people creatine gives you a little bit of energy. I don't personally notice that per se, might be the timing. uh, But again, there's just so many different factors to consider when it comes to uh, what, how any one thing affects you. But the other really interesting thing about creatine that I'm gonna finish off with is it seems to have just as much mental health benefits as it does physical health benefits. So strongly consider you Taking that again, almost no side effects, uh, and again, the best with all this stuff is to include one thing at a time, introduce one thing at a time, so you can kind of monitor it and pay attention to what it is that you want to pay attention to. Whether it's how your joints feel, whether it's how well you sleep, whether it's how well your immune system is functioning, how well your moods are—all these different ways we can talk about your health, your performance as well, how you look, feel, perform are kind of vital to to monitoring what's going on with your body. So I touched on a few different concepts there. I want to come back to, again, the big picture here. Supplements should be here to supplement your natural diet. So stick to high quality foods, the best you can afford right now, invest in your health, get a coach, Hi. Um, and we can talk through uh, with your coach or me, if you want. how to navigate a lot of this crazy science and and so so many myths out there. Again, uh, I mentioned my friend that I was speaking with this weekend, the brown versus the white rice. We had a pretty lengthy conversation where a lot of, you know, we talked about are legumes good or bad? There's not necessarily a good or bad, but why are some people not as, uh, don't do as well with legumes? So when it comes to inflammation, inflammation seems to be a major correlate or, or theoretical component to chronic disease that we, as a country, as a, as a world are suffering from. So chronic disease is something I, ha- I want to help people fight against. Longevity is something I want to help people improve quality of life. Um, again, as a physical therapist, the reason I'm so passionate about this stuff and other than my own health, the reason is because again, if you're coming to me and your knee range of motion, and yes, I know this isn't my knee, But I'm just showing you guys if your knee range of motion and I'm thinking of a client I just had um, if your knee is not moving as well as it could and again we're gonna do the exercises we're gonna start moving things in the right direction if the basic strength and conditioning and rehab plan is moving you forward at 20 miles per hour adding in some of these things might push it up to 25 miles an hour or 30 miles an hour or 40 miles an hour so we don't have a great system for coming up with those numbers what those numbers mean and it's going to vary significantly for my sister for my mother for you for my wife for me for our neighbor um so whoever it is uh, we we need to kind of keep uh figuring out how it fits in what the best thing we can do for you is based on a what the research says b Uh, because the research has flaws again we'll do more videos on that Uh, B, what the clinician who's worked with thousands of clients patients um, what my experience has been what my beliefs are as a clinician um, and and what I've seen work so again when people come to me for back pain and ask me like what's the one thing I can do I say well for most people this is the number one thing Um, you know getting stronger is usually the number one thing that I find ultimately helps people with back pain. Uh, But that's my experience. The research supports that to some extent. Um, And it has, again, different things, and it's gonna be different for different people. And that's the third part is the the patient, the client's uh, values and and, uh, things that are gonna be the most important to them. So again, your cultural preferences, your religious preferences, your training age. Um, Again, if you're an 80-year-old coming to me uh, versus an eight-year-old, you know, we're gonna have a different conversation. So I, and I need to understand where you're coming from and what you're willing to do in terms of, um, are you willing to throw out all the bread in your house? For instance, not everyone needs to do that, but um, if that's something you're willing to do, then yeah, we might be able to move you forward in, in a nice, healthy way. All right. This is probably one of the longest uh, videos I've done to date talking. Again, I love talking about this stuff. I would love to engage with you guys if you have questions. If you, any one of these things um, was interesting to you, please shoot me a comment, message, any of that. Um, if you wanna work together, if you wanna have a consult, I'll put my link for my calendar down below. You can uh, schedule a 15-minute free call. We can chat to see how we can help you. Uh, Calendly, calendl com slash FitCare. Uh, again, my brand is FitCare, so uh, trying to bring fitness and healthcare together. And if you focus on your fitness, you don't have to go into the healthcare system. That's the idea to avoid this broken healthcare system that, again, we call a sick care system. It's managing your symptoms. So let's avoid that. Let's focus on, again, what we can right now uh, your fitness, how much you can run or cover, even walk in 12 minutes. Where are you on that? So that's a good way to measure your overall fitness. What's your resting heart rate? What are your uh, triglycerides look like? All these different things are all correlates to your fitness and then we need to put all that together and come up with a score for you. So, you know, we do all that and and say, hey buddy, you are a 71 out of 100, okay? And we need to figure out how to get you to be a 72 and a 73 and move you in that direction. Um, So if any of that resonates with you again, I really appreciate you guys sticking around to the end i'm proud of you um again 30 minutes right now um get one percent better hopefully this got you more than one percent better uh subscribe save share all that good stuff again if you made it this far i love you very much and uh hope you have an awesome day talk to you soon peace